Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. It is Hancock and Kelly. Thanks so much for being with us. Behind the board tonight with us, Matt Pajeski. You hear us refer to him as PJ. And that other voice you heard right there was none other than Grandpa John Hancock. How are you doing, Gramps? Doing good. So doing good. we're, what, three days into uh, young this Tula's day life? day four. Day four. Day four. Uh, Have you held her? Uh, twice now, yes. Is that right? Yeah, they. Uh, I went over this afternoon, uh-huh. and uh, Tula had just eaten, and she was alert. Eyes open, looking around, and they said, "Would you like to go to Papa?" And of course, she said yes. Of course. And uh, so I was going to reach out to pick her up, but no, no, uh, no, Papa, uh, sit down, and we'll hand her to you. <laughs> as if I've well, never, you're the twelve-year-old little brother. Yeah, yeah. As if I've as if I've never held a baby before. My, I, I held the mother of that child in my arms. Uh, so, but they they placed the they gave me a pillow for under my arm, which I guess that's standard protocol now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they gently placed Tula in uh, you know in my arm there, and I I looked at her, and we were talking. Uh huh. Um, she was, uh, you know, it was interesting. Like not unlike many KMOX listeners, I was talking to her, and she started yawning. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, she had just ate. Yeah, she, yeah, right. She was tired, and so, uh, but you know, it's all good. It's such a, and I know so many. You know, our listeners, probably everybody, uh, has grandkids. But, uh, you know, it's just it's a weird feeling to have somebody that's 25% you that uh, you're not directly responsible for. And it's kind of, it's just, it's very, very cool. Isn't that cool? Don't you look at all the fun you're going to have and oh my no gosh. responsibility? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that little girl's going to, yeah. And she's going to get you to do fun things because, uh, you know, now you'll say, well, honey, we ought to do that just to take Tula. Well, I get to go to soccer games again at some point uh, and, uh, you know, all the stuff when when the kids were little. Yeah, it's kind of weird to show up at little kid games when you don't have a kid on the field, right? People think you're kind of strange, <laughs> well, don't they? you creepy at that point. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Johnny was umpiring. Uh, so he was probably, I don't know, 14 years old or whatever. And I would, I would go watch the games to see him umpire. And all these young parents are looking at me thinking, what's, <laughs> up, old what's up with you, pal? He's the supervisor. Uh, cause, I, Cause I always look old. I've always looked old <laughs> my whole life. So, <laughs> so that wasn't the only life changing event you had this week. 
Uh, you also took a trip north, didn't you? Yeah, I got the rented a minivan. Uh, when's the last time you've driven a minivan? Uh, a grocery getter? Uh, uh, yeah. That's not my uh, cup of tea. I don't know. But I think when I've been out of town on a golf trip, when yeah. I need to haul lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rented a minivan, loaded it up with all of uh, <laughs> all of Junior's whatever he was taking, his golf clubs and his furniture and his clothes, clothes. and stuff. And, uh, yeah, headed up. Headed up Highway 55 North into, yeah. into beautiful downtown, and he is downtown Chicago. He lives in the, what's it called, Lake North. Yeah, what it cost you to park? So, um, oh, overnight. $64. To park overnight. Yeah. Think yeah, about that. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. And so, you know, between the rental car and I, I got a hotel room. Uh huh. And um, we had dinner. Yeah. And then I had to come home, and um, you know it, it's a lot of money. But anyway, we we moved him in. Uh, he's got a great place. He's right. on the twentieth floor, and it's a one bedroom apartment. But he's got a nice living room. He's got a little office space there, and uh, the kitchen is serviceable. Um, nice. And he's, and he's two blocks from the water tower. I mean, he's right in the heart of downtown. Downtown. He's three I know blocks exactly from where you're at. Avenue. Yeah. And so, yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah. You should be so proud. I am. I am. And uh, he's very happy. So. Yeah. Well, how could you not be? Uh, let me ask you this. Was there activity on the streets of Chicago? Oh, it seemed people to be everywhere. Uh, was at it? At all times. You know, it's a weekend, so Saturday was crazy, and it was raining. Uh-huh. But even Sunday morning, I mean, there were people walking everywhere. And he's he's about eight blocks from his work, so he he walks to work. Yeah, he did this morning, and and walks home. And it's just there's people everywhere, and dogs everywhere. Yeah, I feel sorry for dogs in cities. I would not want to be a dog in the city of Chicago. No, or New York. Right, you have to go out and pee on the concrete or wherever. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, I I watch it in my neighborhood in the Central West End, John. They, these people have, and sometimes they have dogs as big as me. You know the yeah the really big dogs. Or two I'm dogs. Like, right. I saw somebody with two dogs, and you're like, wait a minute, that dog has to pee on the concrete right. when it goes into your house and steps on your carpet. Well, and, and you've got there's there's no grass anywhere. No, I mean there's no grass. Uh-uh. So and, you, and then if you you have a dog, you got to pay to belong to a dog like park. They have parks oh, that are just go. for dogs to pee in. <laughs> and when you walk by it, you can tell that's where the dogs pee because it smells like it. And the grass is brown. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what. I spent a little time in Forest Park this weekend. Did you now? Yeah. And I, I, we, I love St. Louis. We're all cheerleaders for things, all St. Louis. Yeah. That park is spectacular, dude. It, it is. It, it really is. is a special place. And uh, I, I guess three or four days in a row now, I've spent a couple hours every morning in there walking. Good for you. And it seems Very like a, every yeah, I'm trying to get there. It, it it just seems like a new little area, and you know, it, it's a different park than 20 years ago. I remember when I'd come down with my father when I was a little kid to his office, and we'd go through the park sometime. It was so beat up and run down, yeah, and but not now. not kept. Oh man, it is so well kept. That is such a beautiful place. We are so fortunate. They got a lot of uh, flowers and stuff there. There's flowers, but buddy, there's a, there's wildlife and stuff. Is that I right? saw a little fox. Oh, a little fox a f- uh, this morning when I was. Did you ask her out? <laughs> no, she wouldn't. <laughs> she was running away with a siren going off. <laughs> No, a little fox in the. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, I did see a fox. Yeah, and so I was crossing over there close to the MetroLink. Forest um, Park, you know, is large is the largest urban park in the Un- United States. I did know that it's bigger than Central Park, it's like three times the size of Central it's, Park. It's uh, it's a true treasure of this city that uh, a lot of people 
don't fully appreciate. No, and this morning when I was on my walk, um, the Muni is getting close to opening uh, yes, back up again. Yes. John, the amount of cars that were there with the workers who are starting to get the Muni ready. Yeah. When was the last time you were in the Muni? It's been a few years. Yeah, Tito. Just a few, but uh, not like not like ten, but it's right. been probably three or four. Do you remember going as a kid? Not much. Really? We didn't, we didn't have money. Yeah, you know, we didn't either, but we went We went once or twice. I mean, I guess we had what wasn't wealthy, <laughs> right. but. Yeah. Uh, I went once or twice. I, you know, it's one of those things that every summer I'm like, man, I, mean, I ought to go see a show at the Muni. And, you know, summer gets away from me. So I'm going to make a special effort. I saw all the, the uh, flags telling you what they were having yeah, this year. What are year. they having? Oh, yeah. Great. Thanks for asking me. Our uh, entertainment Sweeney, reporter. Sweeney Todd, I know, Sweeney was Todd. one of them. Yeah. Um, got, my fair lady, my I believe, fair lady was is uh, coming one back of them. to the Muni. Yeah, and then lots mm-hmm. of other things. Lots of other things. Yeah. They were there was some big stuff there. Nice, but they were working like cats. crazy. Pardon cats? me? No, thank God, no cats. You don't like cats? No, I'm not a fan of cats. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of cats the musical, and I'm not a fan of cats the animal. You don't like cats? No. Are you a Cats fan? Well, it's a fine show. Really? No, well, you got the, you know, the but, uh, dance line over here. Yeah. Over your moonlight and stuff. Hard to take somebody serious who's dressed up like a little furball like that, like a giant furry. Well, I mean, but that's the whole point of the thing is, I mean, you yeah. got the, the cats out. Buddy, listen, there is only one musical and one musical only every human being must see right. in their life. Okay. Les Miserables. Is that right? Oh, my word, brother. I can sing you every uh, iota of it if you'd like. It is such a fabulous story of war and love and family and death and life and sex. And it's all in there, brother. You will love Les Mis. Have you seen it? No. You've never seen Les Miserables? No. Oh, buddy. It's it's got such a political undertone to it as well. Well, I mean, you got the, you know. The Miserables out there, and you, you <laughs> oh got the Lord. you got the oh, lays, yeah, the lays over fr- there. It's, it's French. Yes, Les Miserables. It's it's from uh, France. Victor Hugo. Yeah, Victor Hugo wrote it. Yeah, right. yeah, back in nineteen. 19- I think it would be for the nineteen because it was around the French Revolution. Back in the eighteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. Guess what's next? Our NFL and Sports Insider right here. Chicago. Coming from Chicago, the Windy City. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity. HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120. KMOX. Well, the Blues are on the road this evening, but uh, hopefully we'll be hearing the horn sound uh, when they return in the playoffs against the Wild. Be great to get started off uh, on a victory this Gotta evening. Gotta win one of these two. That's right. And. Every week at this time, Here we, we check in with our NFL and sports insider. He's none other than John Jr. Brother, how are you, and how's the Windy City? Hey, hey, the Windy City is phenomenal. Happy to be here, and as always, very glad to be joining you two. Hey, thank you for so much. How's the weather? Uh, it's cold up here, and uh, yeah, it's chilly and cloudy. Not supposed to get over 65 till next week, so. So, you know, uh, you had your final meal with your dad last night or two nights ago. Did you lay a big one on him? Did you give him a big tab? Oh, yeah. I, I did some damage. Don't worry. That's um, right. Went to, yeah, Harry Carey's, and they toasted ravioli on the menu, one of the few places I've seen outside of St. Louis that has it. That's nice. Yeah, it was it was great. It was phenomenal. Um, you, you got the strip steak. I got the lamb chops, and we dined and – uh, had a lot of fun and it was raining, but you, you were able to walk. The great thing about where you are is you can walk anywhere. You've got your grocery store, your gym, your target, everything's right there. Uh, it's really an amazing city. It really is. It really is. And, you know, speaking of amazing cities, this is the most amazing time of the year for sports. Just had the NFL draft. We got the anticipation building for the season. The MLB is well underway. We're starting to get some results, seeing who the pretenders and contenders are. And you got the NBA and NHL playoffs. You can't ask for anything more. No doubt about that. And the thing I noted with the NFL draft, and I didn't follow it as closely as I have in years past, certainly since the Rams have left. I uh, used to follow it very closely when the Rams were here. But as I understand it, this was one of the first NFL drafts in a number of years where a quarterback didn't go the first overall. Yeah, and it was kind of a boring draft uh, in general. You know, it took until pick number eight to get a non-defensive or offensive line player taken. Only one quarterback in the first round. That was Kenny Pickett to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a defense-focused draft, not really a clear-cut number one. Um, but, you know, a lot of guys coming into the league, they've been hearing that. They've got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and everybody, of course, uh, knows your affinity for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, how did they? Uh, how did they fare in the annual draft? Well, I can tell you this: the other teams in their division got much, much better. The Baltimore Ravens put together a stellar draft as they always do. Uh, Pittsburgh took Kenny Pickett, a little bit of QB competition uh, for Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. And I don't think Cleveland's done enough, um, you know, to really compete. And they didn't fix that in the draft. And speaking of Cleveland, Michael, yeah. 
You know who uh, did not get traded during the draft? That, you know, that was what I was going to ask you is that even if they were to pick up half the guy's salary, nobody would take Baker Mayfield. No, first round pick, and uh, <laughs> no one's willing to give up a fifth round pick for him. It's a fall from grace to be expected. He had two potential landing spots, three if you want to count the Steelers after they drafted Kenny Pickett, they're out of the equation. The Carolina Panthers drafted Matt Corral, the quarterback out of Ole Miss, so you got to think they are likely out of the Baker sweepstakes, which means he's down to one chair, and that's with Pete Carroll in Seattle. And uh, what, Pete Carroll's not going to trade for him. I mean, they're, they're, will he just no, be released? I mean, at this point, I think they have to release him. I mean, you don't want him on the roster, uh, have to pay him, causing headaches and headlines. <laughs> I think Cleveland's going to have no choice but to cut him in Seattle. They have no incentive to do anything but wait for him to get cut and get him on the cheap, not have to give up anything. Well, we've got the USFL out there. The uh, XFL is coming back. Uh, perhaps there'll be a play. He may be the quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks. Think oh. about that. Baker Mayfield of the St. Louis Battlehawks. That might be uh, that might be a great storyline. Yeah, well, I, unfortunately, I think he's going to Seattle. And they had a pretty good draft, all things considered, uh, the Seahawks. They had to start over a left tackle. They got two tackles, Charles Cross, Abraham Lucas. Uh, they got Kenneth Walker, who could be a real breakout running back. They're going to need a workhorse running back after they lose Russell Wilson to Denver. Uh, so they, they're not going to make much noise, I don't think, the NFC West, but they had a good draft considering where they were coming into it. So I'm driving back to St. Louis from Chicago uh, yesterday. Um, we got John all moved into his swanky bachelor pad apartment there. And uh, I'm heading home, and I've got the local, because I don't have Sirius on the rental car. By the way, that minivan, I don't think I've ever driven a minivan in my life, but that's another story. (laughs) Uh, So I'm driving back in an empty minivan, uh, navigating the traffic there in downtown Chicago, and I've got the sports station on there, their their ESPN affiliate on the radio, and so they're all talking about the Bears draft picks. And um, so my first thought was, John, I, I hope you don't begin to affect uh, a Chicago accent uh, up there. Where you, I don't think I don't think you have to worry about that. The Bears um, and all of that kind of. I mean, yeah, guys, no, we'll uh, see if they start winning again. I might go full Chris Farley, pack on an extra hundred pounds, and start pounding the sausage. But yeah, I mean, the Bears—they're not going to make much noise. They're kind of married to Justin Fields. Uh, they didn't have a first-round pick because of the Justin Fields trade with the Eagles. Uh, they took a couple defensive players in the second round. Um, NFC North is kind of wide open, though, so we'll see. Well, the the guys on the on the ESPN there, they were pretty bullish on what the Bears actually got, and they were talking up the the Bears' chances this year. You're not so you're not so optimistic. Well, the Packers, I mean, as long as they have Rodgers, tough to go against them. Uh, the Vikings haven't been able to put it together. Lions had an all right draft, but you know you got Jared Goff. I don't see him turning that ship yeah, around. No, he's bad. But uh, all it takes is lightning in a bottle. Rodgers gets hurt. The Packers are very limited with the offensive weapons they have. So well, never it, say it, never. Yeah, and do you find it surprising that the Packers didn't go and look for some wide receiver or even tight end talent yeah, in this I mean, draft? They had a decent uh, you know, first-round pick. They had Quay Walker, Georgia linebacker. But I would have gone try to get a stud wide receiver early on, which they did not do. Let's transition real quick. As you know, the NHL playoffs start this evening, and our own St. Louis Blues uh, are on the road against the Minnesota Wild. How do you handicap this uh, series? 
I think the Blues take this one. Um, I got Blues in six. A uh, little bit less optimistic if the Avalanche get through, uh, having to face them in the second round. But crazier things have happened. Well, and if you're going to have to play the Avalanche, you're going to want to play them in the second round after they've been through a tussle with somebody. Uh, the big question for the Blues, of course, is the goaltending. It looks like they're going to go with Ville Husso, who had the better season than Jordan Billington, Bennington. But you have to wonder, because uh, Husso was a little bit shaky towards the end of the season, do you think that the Blues can get through this thing with just the one goaltender, or do you think they're going to inevitably have to use both? I think they're going to have to use both. Um, and honestly, for them to make a deep run, we might need Bennington to get out of this funk and uh, get back to his Stanley Cup winning self. So did uh, you get the air conditioner turned on today? Yeah, uh, air conditioner, we're all good there. And good. then yeah, NBA playoffs coming down too. I don't know if you guys have been following it all, but Warriors watch out their back. Yeah, you like the Golden State guys, huh? What about uh, Boston and uh, Jason Tatum? Yeah, they got a tough uh, matchup going up against the Bucks. Um, What's the his Bucks, name? Giannis? Giannis? Giannis. Giannis. That guy's a stud. Uh, the He's Greek a, freak, they call him. The Greek freak. <laughs> well, you got to have a Greek out there. And then, um, finally, the 76ers, they lost their big stud uh, MVP. Yeah, Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's going to be out uh, probably second to the MVP to Nikolai Jokic. He's got a lot of uh, NBA fans upset about that. He kills the advanced stats, senior, which I know you're not a huge fan of, but doesn't pass the eye test. All right, but, you- um, yeah, Sixers without Embiid for the first two games. They're actually down right now. Uh, to the Heat in Game One, led by Jimmy Butler and a good cast of supporting characters. Well, the Heat, the Heat could win that series. There's no question about that. Uh, yeah, they're they're the favorites. Yeah, uh, I, you probably you were at work. You probably didn't catch the Cardinal game today. Uh, no, but, but I saw the saw the final score. It looks like I was wrong about Stephen Matz, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, uh, six shutout innings from Stephen Matz, and he uh, struck out four, walked no one, gave up four hits in those six innings. A home run by. Paul Goldschmidt in the first inning and a robbed home run. Did you see the highlight on uh, Andrew Kisner's long fly? I haven't yet. So Michael Michael A. Taylor leaped over the fence in center field and robbed uh, Kins, Kisner of a home run, and uh, otherwise it would have been a two nothing game. But the the offense is the offense of this team so far has been a concern. It has um, Goldie starting to heat up, but. You know, it seems like it might be falling down to him and Arenado to shoulder the whole load, and that's not going to be a winning formula. Well, you got three guys hitting. You got Edmund, Arenado, and Goldschmidt. And if you if you look at Tyler O'Neill, Paul DeYoung, uh, these guys, uh, they're just not getting it. Dylan Carlson, they're just not getting it done. And you got to believe that some of these guys are going to rise back to a respectable level, but it's a real concern at this point. Yeah, but definitely is. The one silver lining is that, you know, our division is pretty weak. Uh, Pirates are abysmal after their little surge they had about eight years back. Cubs aren't going to be doing too much, and the Reds are basically a triple-A ball club at this point. (laughs) You know, their sixth highest-paid player on the Reds is Ken Griffey Jr. He's still getting paid? Yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> what a contract that is. So, all right, before we let you go, um, so you've had a couple of nights. We had the Harry Carries on Saturday. Uh, you're on your own last night and tonight for dinner. Uh, how are you eating out there? 
eating well. Went to Whole Foods, about the only option I got nearby. Picked up some food. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chicago's been good. Can't wait to go to some games at Wrigley and root for the Cardinals. Hey, now. All right, that is our Sports Insider, John Hancock, coming to us live from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he'll be back with us next week. I think we're back on the air next week. It's hard to say. Uh, nobody knows, but we'll find out. And when we come back, Michael. Yes, sir. Elon Musk is the hope of so many. I got That's Michael's guy. I yeah. got thoughts on this. You may want to stay tuned after this. KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. $43 billion. That's what the world's richest man's going to play for Twitter. Do you believe it? That's a lot of money for You Twitter. think he's going to pay for it? You know, there was some speculation early on that he had this billion-dollar right of refusal or whatever, that he could walk away and leave a billion dollars. And, and some analysts thought, you know, in looking at the, the profitability of what Twitter could do, they thought that it just didn't make sense as a sound investment. For Elon Musk, and they were speculating that he was going to walk away. doesn't look like he's going to walk away. Well, this morning apparently was reported that he was out seeking more investors. So he's trying to find more banks to help take the debt um, so he doesn't have to necessarily liquidate uh, too many assets to right. be able to do it. It will be interesting to see what's going on. But it's 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 crazy to me what's going on inside a culture right now that Elon Musk has suddenly become this warrior hero yeah a hero of free speech and uh of equality and so a lot of people are holding him him up and and utilizing him as like hey this is the direction we ought to be going johnny hasn't done anything yet right and uh a lot of our culture let's let's be honest the the maga crowd too is embracing elon musk as oh, if he's some big time patriot yeah. uh, for what he's doing and i have to tell you I'm not one of these people who spun up over Elon Musk buying Twitter. I don't think it's going to – there's nothing he can do to make Twitter any worse More than toxic. it is, many toxic yeah, than yeah. it is. Um, and I think people weighed in on what you can do to try to attempt to make it less toxic. So, the market's going to kind of dictate it. But there's a lot of people holding him up as this big warrior, and I got to tell you, I think they're going to regret this about a year down the road. They may now. be disappointed. Yeah. And, um, Look, I understand that the folks on the right, myself included, uh, look at the big tech as um, – the problem with big tech is the, the people that are regulating it, 
uh, for the most part, are culturally liberal. I mean, they are. Right. And so if you're culturally conservative, you're, you have a higher likelihood of being uh, forbidden from the platform, uh, kicked off. And you have a higher likelihood of having the um, warnings and, and so forth uh, allayed to your tweets or posts. So I do understand that on the right, that there is a, a genuine and legitimate concern about the folks that have been regulating uh, the social media platforms that so many of us utilize every day. Um, having said that, Elon Musk comes in, he's going to be this champion of free speech. And I, yeah, I'm inclined to think that what I, what I think is that a lot of people have laid their anxieties about social media and have laid their hopes and aspirations on Elon Musk that here's the guy that's going to fix it. Right. And it's not dissimilar to all of the voters out there in 2015 and 2016 that saw Donald Trump as somebody that they, they had hopes and, and they had fears, mostly fears about where the economy was going, where the culture was going. And they laid their trust on Donald Trump that he was going to fix it. And a lot of those people uh, have hung in there right. with Donald Trump. And a lot of people haven't. A lot of people have been disappointed in, that, uh, in what Donald Trump, you know, all of us are flawed human beings. And certainly Donald Trump is among that group. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of the people that kind of flung their hopes and aspirations upon him have been disappointed. But an awful lot of them are, are still there, obviously. And I think Elon Musk is kind of a similar figure for that disaffected, alienated group of people out there who feel the culture slipping away, uh, their lifestyle flipping away, their economic opportunity slipping away. And this here's somebody that hopefully has got the white hat on that's going to come and save the day. That's that's part of what I think is going on here culturally. Yeah, I think that there's uh, something to that. And I, I watched something today, and obviously there's a viral video on Twitter every day or on Facebook. Right. This one was from an airplane. Imagine that, right? And uh, somebody was using foul language and, and uh, using a slur against a gay person. Foul language on an airplane. Yeah. There's and, something. And then the, 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 the stewardess or the flight attendant was then going to have them removed. And the lady was saying, this is what Elon Musk is going to fix in our country. We're becoming China. And you, you, you're right. It's become this knee-jerk like, hey, this is our answer. And I have to tell you, I just don't, at the end of the day, this is a business. Uh, and they're going to have to keep this business going. Um, obviously, there there can be a uh, a business that, that shrinks in size but still makes money. But at the end of the day, Twitter is going to want to apply, uh, uh, appeal to the most possible consumers out there. And I don't see that um, that. Elon Musk is necessarily going to take on unnecessary risk as it relates to that. You know, it's really interesting if you look at just this platform of of tweeting, uh, you know, these short statements where you're able to put right. out a thought. And, um, you know, Twitter had the whole field to itself at one point, and then Parler came along that they really kind of tried to appeal to the that folks on the right. Uh, then Getter came along yeah, that, that tried work. to, and now you've got Trump Social coming along. Yeah, that's but, not working. But what's interesting, if you, if you look at traditional media, you know, we used to have the ABC, CBS, NBC Nightly News. Right. And that was that's how people consume their news, and they got their local paper. And they maybe uh -huh. if they were 
particularly interested. They'd subscribe to the Washington Post or the New York Times or the, you know, a, a write a Wall Street Journal, right. for example. And that's how people consume news. Well, it, with the advent of social media, these platforms came out. And what I think is happening to these platforms is that they are becoming, just as cable news has become ideological, so you got your MSNBC on the left, you got your Fox News on the right, you got your CNN on the left uh, center, and then you got the OANN on the far right and the Newsmax. There's silos that were created in, in, totally. the, in the television space. And I, I see that happening now in the social media space. So you're going to yeah. have these silos well, of ideologically compatible people that are going to choose their platform and talk amongst themselves. Right. And that's, you know. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. And, and the algorithms, which are the computers thinking for us, you see it. You know, you and I, we probably look at, for instance, I look at a lot of polling information. Yep. And so the algorithms feed me polls all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh Polls that I'm not even following. Polls that I wouldn't even normally be uh, encouraged by. I love polls. And, right, but, you know, maybe for others out there, it's the Cardinals or, uh, you, you know, pick your thing. The algorithm is going to feed it to you, and it's even your ability to even get outside your own bubble becomes virtually impossible uh, because you, you the machine to, is feeding you exactly yeah, what you have to you, proactively you seek. You have to proactively yeah. look at alternate so, points of view. Do yes. you follow? So on Twitter, I follow about 300 people. Yeah. And uh, I purposely follow uh, three or four kind of way right of center folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I follow the Corey Bush and AOC types, right. which I, I tend to disagree with. Yeah. Do you do that? Do you kind of have a broad cross section of people where you're like, yeah, I know Bill thinks crazy stuff. I know Tom's spot so, on. I know blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, the people I follow are either friends uh-huh. or journalists. So, um, and I've got a, an array of journalists that I follow and a bunch. And then I follow a ton of people in the snooker community. Yeah. Well, you'd be uh, unique there. Uh, and so, you know, I get a lot of, I got a, a lot of great snooker content on my Twitter feed. That is right. The algorithm starts feeding you phenomenal. great snooker plays, yeah. even though you're not following some of those snooker right. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a really wonderful technology. We said this, I was on the radio with Amy the other day, and one of the things I said to her is, look, every great thing that's ever been invented, from fire to the gun to, you know, you pick it. The wheel. Uh, to the wheel, all great things can have a bad purpose. Yeah, I mean, if you get thrown um, under the bus, the wheel's not so right. good anymore. And, you know, that's just a part of life. And I, I don't get why folks on my side are all spun up over Elon Musk. I don't think at the end of the day this is that big of a deal. I also don't um, think he's going to be the savior of free speech. And I don't get why yeah. all the people are getting spun up thinking he's the greatest thing since sliced bread because I think they're going to be sorely disappointed. Well, we have, you know, we like on this show to tackle some of the most compelling questions. Oh, we have one, but don't tell them what it is. Well, no, I have to tell them what it is. You got why? why? Oh, you got to tease it? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're such a tease, John Hancock. School, if you would have gone to paid attention and broadcast. I didn't go to broadcast. Did you go to broadcasting school? I, I you got bounced in the first year, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what first are we going to talk about? Well, you know, there's an age old question that um, I don't know the answer to. Maybe some of you do at 436 7900 1 800 925 1120. What precisely? Is in an egg roll. That's next on KMOX. One, two. two for two. It's Hancock and Kelly on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Hey there. So the other night, uh, it was late at night, John Hancock. I'd been out. I had a couple of cocktails. That's hard to believe. I uh, had not had dinner. 
So oh. I get home about 9, 9.30. Not a late dinner? I walked over to a little Chinese restaurant there in my neighborhood. Oh, Yes. And, buddy, they got it all. They got the yes. chow mein. Ooh, they chow got mein. The, the, the braised mein. hot chicken. Yes. The, the crab rangoon. Do they have the, what you call it, the... Uh, uh, Beef whip broccoli? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. They got that. The, what do you call the uh, uh, kung fu, the... Uh, like whatever it is. Kung Pao chicken? Yeah, they Kung got Pao that. shrimp? Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking. Buddy, about. they have egg it. Egg Foo Young. Is egg what I'm Foo Young. About. I did. I also like the soup, the egg drop soup. Oh, the Do you egg drop. like the egg drop yeah, soup? Well, you got the wonton soup over here. And uh-huh. You got the egg drop, egg drop soup. soup. Yeah. And then one of the things I always get is egg rolls. Oh, my gosh. I get two egg rolls, right? So I get the egg rolls yes. and I got my hot braised chicken. Yes. I go back to my place. Nothing like a I'm watching the egg NBA. Roll. I'm eating my food. You got the egg roll. And it occurs to me as I'm looking at this egg now, roll. Now, do you eat the egg roll with your fingers or do you cut it into No, I, I'm pieces? a civilized human being. I use my hands. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, who, yeah. Uh, come on. Well, there are people out there that cut the egg roll and they eat it, you know, bite by bite. That's and weird. They're, they're, they're the same kind of people who use their uh, fork and knife for pizza. Bill de Blasio. I've done that. You use a fork and knife for I've pizza? Well, maybe it. at a fancy restaurant you do that, but we just had pizza tonight. You didn't have no fork and knife. Yeah, that is correct. You had your you had your sleeves rolled up, I and did. you were chowing, buddy. Yeah, I, egg roll sounds really good right now. Well, let me ask was, you about this egg roll. Yeah. They're delicious, right? Yes. What is in an egg roll? Well, uh, you got the... Uh, you got the uh, you got uh, carrots in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the little white stringy things. Uh, what are they called? The Cabbage. Little, uh, it could be. It um, could be. He says. Yeah, you got you got the kind of juice going on in there. I'm not sure where that comes from. Yeah. And then you got the cut the coating, which is kind of a fried. Uh, Flowery kind of a thing. All right, here Very we go. Nice. But there's an no egg roll. eggs. There's no yes. eggs. So let me read this to you. An egg roll is maybe, a cylindrical savory roll with shredded yeah. cabbage. Cabbage. Most often chopped pork. Pork. And right. other fillings inside a thickly wrapped wheat flour skin. Wheat. Yes. Which is fried in hot oil. Yes. It's what? usually served warm and is often served with hot mustard or soy sauce. What now, are the other fillings? Well, I've had uh, egg rolls that have had chicken in them. Yeah, yeah. You can get pork, you can get chicken, you can get veggie. Yeah, but they don't have that on the menu. You just walk up and they say they give you egg rolls. You don't know what's in it until you eat it. And then when you look at it, and I'm sitting there chomping on it, I'm like, I have no idea what's in this. And where did the name egg come for the egg roll? Because to my knowledge, there's no egg in the egg roll. There is no egg in the egg roll, and I don't think there's any egg in the egg foo young. So having said that, obviously somebody over there in the Far East has taken a liking to the egg, and they've uh, incorporated it into the names of their more popular dishes for reasons unknown to us. Perhaps Anthony Bourdain would have known the answer to why they're called egg rolls and egg foo young. Yeah, he was a good-looking dude, wasn't he? Tall, gray-haired guy, kind of handsome. I I don't know if I'd say he was good-looking, but, you know. Oh, I thought he was a handsome fella. All right. Good for you, Kelly. Well, I mean, I did. I did. I would love to look like Anthony Bourdain. Well, if I need to lose about 100 pounds, uh, and and I don't think he lost his the normal way. I think he had an addiction issue. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's what he died of, right? Didn't he die of uh, an overdose? I think it was an overdose. Yeah, but I think he killed himself. Did he really? Yeah. That's horrible. It is bad. But here's what I don't get. Egg roll, shredded cabbage, yeah. and pork. I have to tell you, of all the meats? Um, of all the meats, proteins out there, pork's my least favorite. Oh, I no. probably rank them chicken, fish, beef, pork. Yeah, yeah, you're a commie. What so, what is yours? Beef. 
First. Uh, pork. Second. Chicken. Really? Fish. Fish. I mean, it's now you wait. You're a man of faith, and the Bible's full of fish. Well, they got a lot of fish in the Bible. So why and wouldn't you want to be into fish? I like fish, but I, I wouldn't pick a fish if I had to. Yeah, I wouldn't you know, pick pork. If I'm having my last meal out there, they're uh-huh. going to put the juice in me because I did something horrible. Uh, I'd be getting a big old steak, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe me too. Uh, because lamb, it doesn't lamb matter. is lamb is increasing on my spectrum as well. Yeah, I have a hard time with lamb. Lamb because, chops? Have you have you not? Well, had... when I do eat lamb, I love it. When your wife's made me those chops, yeah, but yeah. here's the problem with lamb: when you say the word lamb, yeah. I think of a lamb. When when you say, "Oh, you're eating beef," I don't think of a cow. When I think of chicken, I don't think of the actual bird. But with with well, now a chicken, but is with called lamb, a, so, I think of Baba Black sheep sitting there. You All know, right. inconsistent, inconsistent argument. So you you got you got the chicken. <laughs> yes, a chicken. Right. The meat of the chicken is called chicken. I know, but I don't you think about the lamb. bird. The meat of the lamb. But is I called think the about lamb. I think about the animal when you use the word lamb. Huh. But when you say beef, I don't think about See, that. I but when I say chicken, I think about the protein, but I don't think about the actual bird. I think we're getting uh, somewhere into the depths of the mind, that is, Michael Kelly. Unlike with who, a fish, likes, do you think about the fish? fish? Do you think about the face? No, you only think about what you're eating. It's a fish. Yeah. I mean, it's a fi- only beef is not the... <laughs> huh. One more hour of this. I can't wait. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.